You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron. Now here's your host, Ethan Haristadulu. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I'm Ethan Haristadulu, and today we begin diving into predictions for the upcoming offseason in free agency. And how I'll be going through is organized by teams with the most projected cap space and working our way down. So today we start with none other than the Washington Commanders, who at this current moment are estimated to have roughly and depending on how much the cap space ends up going up this offseason to have anywhere in the ballpark of about 83 million dollars to work with so plenty of money on the table for a team that looks like they're going through an entire restructure and rebuild basically what i'm going to do here is just kind of dive in through some of the key players i think will be worth re-signing and then i'll kind of go through position groups and then go through some examples of players i would like to see the team target in their efforts to start rebuilding this team for the 2024 season so i invite you to comment down below commanders fans let me know your thoughts and opinions on what I'm saying. Let me hear your thoughts and opinions on what, who you'd like to see the team re-sign or maybe go after in free agency. But starting with the re-signings first, I have three players listed here that I'm going to talk about today. And the first one that I have on the docket is going to be Safety Cameron Curl, who's going to be 25 years old going into next season. In 2023, he was looking at 115 tackles, a sack, and five pass breakups. Spotrack has his market value. Value sitting somewhere along the lines of about 14 and a half million, which honestly, it sounds about right. But with just the way things have been kind of changing in the NFL as far as pay scale is concerned, that might even be just a tad bit too low. And we'll get into that in a second here. But Cameron Curl, a guy who, in my opinion, has blossomed as one of the better safeties in the NFL. And he's a hell of a talent at being only 24 years old. And especially in today's passing league, great safety play doesn't really grow on trees these days. So I think that Cameron Curl's a guy that with the rebuild going on and the retooling, he is someone you want to have for the long haul and kind of build your team around. So I would expect something along the lines of like a three to four year deal should they decide to re-sign him with an average annual value of probably along the lines of like maybe 15 to 16 million or so, which while that does sound like a lot, like I said, he's an emerging talent. He's one of the better but I don't know if I'd put him right in the top five of safeties in the NFL so I don't think that that number is going to be too high in the long run when you see some of the top end safeties that are probably reset the market over the next couple of years is concerned like the number might sound high now but if he signs a four-year deal in like two years that number is not going to be as high as it actually sounds today and that's kind of how you have to look at that but I do really think that with a secondary that had a lot of issues this past season Cameron Curl, not one of them, and somebody that you do want to have for the long haul. The next guy that I'm going to be discussing here, and this one is definitely one that I think winds up being more of like, uh, depending on who you talk to type of deal, and I'm talking wide receiver Curtis Samuel, who's going to be 28 years old going into next season. He had 62 catches for 613 yards and four touchdowns, along with a rushing touchdown to boot as well. Spotrek has him listed somewhere along the lines of about $11.5 million or so average annual value, which in my opinion sounds about right. Uh, maybe the number goes a little bit higher 
player, but $11.5 million for Curtis Samuel based off production and just usage and everything does kind of sound about right to me. He's been a reliable target while he's been in Washington, and maybe he hasn't quite eclipsed what some people expected him to reach. I do think he's been solid, averaging somewhere along the lines of like four or five touchdowns a season when he's healthy playing the bulk majority of the year. And for me, while I know that there might be some people who would like to see maybe Curtis Samuel walk and the commanders put in an effort to maybe go sign a potential free agent wide receiver in the market here for somebody who's been around and is comfortable in the Washington area. It almost feels like it makes a lot of sense to just keep have keep him within Washington rather than letting him walk. It just feels like he's been a fit for so long. He's worked with Terry McLaurin now and Jahan Dotson as well. The last couple of seasons, I would like them to kind of keep their wide receiver core together because I do personally think that even if the production maybe wasn't as high as you would have liked to see from this unit this year, I do think you have a pretty talented group of star, at least a pretty talented group of starting three wide receivers over there in Washington. And if they do go after a quarterback in the draft or in some world in free agency, but I would assume maybe a draft selection if they don't believe in Sam Howell there, especially with a new regime coming in, I don't see why you wouldn't want to have Curtis Samuel in the full tier. Again, somebody that I think, depending on who you ask, some people might say just let him walk. Others maybe say, you know, if for the right price, keep him around. That's kind of where I stand on him. For the right price, definitely keep him around. And then the third player that I'm going to talk about here, and this is one that is another one of those at the right price, but definitely someone who I think is worth keeping around here, especially for his leadership traits. And I'm talking cornerback Kendall Fuller, 29 years old going into next season. In 2023, you're looking at 79 tackles. He had nine pass breakups, couple of interceptions. Kendall Fuller, in my opinion, and I think some other people would agree with me as well, probably the best and most consistent cornerback that was on the roster this past season in a group that was allowing a ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns to be scored on them through the air. His average annual value per SPO track is going to be listed somewhere around the 14 million mark. And that kind of makes sense to me. And I do have him listed as a yes, re-sign guy, but I did in parentheses make sure to put but in all capital letters. And the reason for that is because this one is going to be a for the right duration type of deal. So being that he'll be 29 going into next season, if you can't get him to agree to something along the lines of like a two year and like three year deal is even starting to push it for me, in my opinion, I don't know if it would actually be worth bringing him back. 29 years old, he's still obviously very talented, and I think he's got plenty left in the tank. If you can get him around that 14 million mark or so, give or take something along those lines, I do think that he is somebody worth keeping there, especially with so much youth in that secondary and in the cornerback room specifically. I do think that keeping a guy like Kendall Fuller around for at least the next year or two is definitely something worth considering. Now, moving from re-signings and looking at targets here, I do have a few positions in mind here, and I think one of the most obvious ones that I'm going to start out with is going to be the left guard position. Now, offensive line play, especially in pass protection, was nothing great by any means. 65 sacks on the year, second most in the league, only to the Giants who had a wild 85 sacks, but 
definitely among the worst in the NFL. I do think that with a pretty strong list of potential free agents at the guard position, this would be the year to maybe dive into that open market and see if you can't snag yourself somebody of talent. When you look at guys like Miami's Robert Hunt, Jacksonville's Ezra Cleveland, Seattle's Damian Lewis, LA Rams' Kevin Dotson, this is a good market to be diving into. Now, there's no guarantee that any of these guys are going to be there, hence why I'm not naming specific players, but I'm giving you lists of guys that I do think are worth keeping an eye on. When you look at the current cap situation in Miami, there is a potential situation where we look at a starting offensive lineman or two being or being allowed to walk out of Miami. Jacksonville with Ezra Cleveland, definitely something to keep an eye on there. And some of the just the shuffling around the Rams are a team that don't have necessarily the most money in the world. So those are guys that I do think are worth grabbing. But I think focusing on offensive line, especially on the interior, would not be a bad idea. I know some people might say center, but I know you drafted a player last year in the third round as well. So maybe that's not necessarily what you want to do per se. I know Stromberg, I believe it's Stromberg, who is dealing with an injury all season long. So that's obviously something to keep an eye on as well and maybe a conversation to have there. But I think left guard to get somebody opposite of Sam Cosme, who's been awesome for you, would not be a bad idea. Next position that I have on the list here, we're going to look at edge rushers. Obviously, cleaning house this past season at the trade deadline, both Chase Young and Montez Sweat being moved for some draft capital here. The way I look at this situation here is you don't want to go into the draft trying to go and get your two starting edge rushers because you're basically gambling and rolling the dice on two rookies and hoping that they produce at a high level out of the gate here. So the way I see it is you go draft a guy, sign a guy. This year, that is probably the best route to take. And with some of the potential talent that could be available, it might not be a bad idea. I definitely think a draft selection and a high one at that ends up getting used on some form of edge rusher within like the first like in within that second or third round selection. I'd be shocked if we don't see something like that. But to pair along with that young stud, I'm looking at guys like Chicago's Yannick Ngakwe who has been very consistent over the years and for whatever reason just seems to bounce around from team to team despite being able to push somewhere along the lines of like at least 8 sacks or so a season. Cleveland's Zadarius Smith is someone to keep an eye on as well. Jacksonville's Josh Allen, who was a guy that last offseason was somebody thrown around as potentially someone who could get moved. And then you have someone like Carolina's Brian Burns now with a whole new regime coming in. Did they opt to keep him and sign him to a long-term extension? Did they maybe move on from him and allow him to go so they can focus on newer guys on the team? There is a lot of potential within the edge rushing group here in free agent this year, and it would not be a bad idea to grab a veteran to pair with someone that I expect to see drafted within the first couple of rounds of the draft this year from Washington. And then last, but certainly not least, I honestly think this could be one of the more important ones here, considering how strong the potential free agent class could be with Cody Barton potentially hitting free agency, whether the commanders opt to bring him back or not. I don't really know. I do think that he's been solid enough that he is worth at least considering, but if you do let him walk, this need becomes exponentially larger. With Dan Quinn being a 4-3 guy, you need to go out and get yourself some athletic off-ball linebackers. And with the way that this group is shaping up right now, you are looking at a potential to go and snag not only one, but you could even grab two legitimate starters to pair together and completely change what your linebacking room looks like. 
just a few guys right off the top that could potentially be hitting free agency and could very well more than more likely than not be hitting free agency baltimore's patrick queen tampa bay's devin white kansas city's willie gay and then some of the guys that are like i would say right in the tier below philadelphia went and grabbed shaq leonard for the super bowl run obviously that didn't work out he could be on the free agent market cleveland's anthony walker another strong off-ball linebacker in my opinion two guys that as a colts fan i know a lot about and i would not be disappointed in seeing them maybe head over to washington to help work rework that linebacker room this is a loaded potential group of free agents at linebacker and this is probably the best year to be in the market for grabbing yourself an off-ball guy could you imagine having patrick queen maybe paired up with anthony walker or shaq leonard if the money's right you got plenty to work with here new regime going into washington now a historical franchise hopefully the feelings of coming into washington are a little bit different for some of the players as opposed to how it was when dan snyder was still running things over there with a new era and dan quinn a respected guy especially when it comes to his work on defenses there i wouldn't be shocked to see him be able to convince some of those guys to come in there especially if they're completely retooling and he promises them plenty of starting time as well this is a fantastic offseason to be in the market for linebacker and i would not be surprised to see them go into free agency and snag one of those elite potential guys that could be sitting out there that's kind of what i'm expecting to see from this washington franchise Commanders fans, let me know in the comment section down below. What are your thoughts on my key re-signings? What are your thoughts on the positions of need and some of the guys I lifted off, listed off of here? Who would you like to see in specific your team go after if they are picking from some of the guys I mentioned here? Fire away in that comment section, but that is it for me. I greatly appreciate it if you made it to the end of the video. As always, I will see you all next time. Have a good one.